Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, how are you doing this good morning? morning. Middle of uh, May, we're uh, heading in toward the toward June now. We're in the last half of uh, May. Uh, this will, this will be airing, I think, Wednesday the nineteenth of of uh, May. So, pretty amazing. Yeah, lots of fun things coming up in this yes. month too for you and Linda and and for Dan and I. Some fun travel coming up and. Just a lot of enjoyment with the family, and I know you guys are even coming out as summer approaches. You're even going to come spend some time in the New Hampshire Lakes region. We are. So yeah, a lot of good stuff coming. Yep, working on uh, timing of that and rent, renting a boat, and uh, it'd be fun for oh, us to uh, have people down and enjoy the lake, and then we can. Uh, Linda's, you know, one of her exciting things in life is to be on a cabin in a lake, and that's what we're going to do. So. <laughs> You guys are renting on Lake Winnipesaukee, right? Lake Winnipesaukee. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's an amazing uh, place uh, near the uh, Cornells, who are leaders in living waters. And Scott's been helping me put things together, so it's really fun. And it's not it's really not very expensive, so it's really a, a pleasure. Because generally speaking, it can be expensive you know, to rent right, right. Uh, on a lake, but it's not, it's not really too bad. So it's been a blessing for us. Um, That's so fun. We've been talking about... Uh, the supernatural and um, uh, follows our series on prayer that it leads us into experiencing supernatural as a normal way of life right. uh, that it's not yeah you know, once in a while and you know maybe I we get to hear about this cool stuff that God does and that's obviously for really super spiritual people but for the typical person it's like eh, I, don't, I don't know about this uh, on both sides of it is uh, I'm not sure that I'm worthy of it one or two is uh, where I have had people try to explain supernatural it seems kind of hokey to me or it seems fake um, so we, we've talked about that and then one thing that uh, we want to keep reiterating is that the supernatural is is just think of it real simple God acting above the natural Yes. So that um, it's it's recognizable to me when could it be explained, you know, by happenstance or by, you know, luck or by uh, serendipity. Uh, yeah, a lot of it, a lot of it can. But on top of it being extra natural because God's doing it, uh, if we if we start to understand it. When it happens, we recognize it mm-hmm. because not only does it happen, but God reinforces through our conversations. That's why prayer is such a critical piece of this is, you know, do you recognize this was me and I'm, I'm up to something, I'm doing something. And then you, uh, you know, you being an individual, we're experiencing it. All of a sudden you recognize that uh, it's, it's God's work and a special, even if it's just for me, 
right. you know, how cool is that? And I've had, uh, Linda, I had a couple of interesting things I'd like to share that kind of illustrate that. Um, we, we did a retreat in uh, North Carolina uh, for an abiding group. A uh, bunch of executives and their spouses came up. A uh, great time, beautiful experience of uh, hearing God's word. And one of the, one of the things, it's always fun, uh, and this was stated during our time. We, we, you know, you and I understand we have a exercise. We call it the Ezekiel exercise, where we start in a passage, Favorite of every retreat, <laughs> um, and then people go off and and process from that what is God saying to them. And you know, we've had thousands of people through it, and every single time, God mm-hmm. speaks uniquely to that person, right? Um, and people, you know, can understand it well. In this retreat, uh, when we, you know, came around, people were sharing, and somebody said, you know, it's remarkable, and I understand now that this this uh, opportunity to, to walk with God is personal. He said, I'm overwhelmed that God, we started in the same place, and God spoke personally and individually to each one of us where we really are in his invitation to you know, enjoy life in a grander way, and he said, "I'm overwhelmed by how amazing that is," uh, you know, which was which was cool. Um, so then, uh, Linda and I uh, went down to the Biltmore, uh, which is a, a beautiful uh, place in North Carolina. It's a big estate. Very special to you guys. You uh, have gone there multiple times. Yeah, right? yeah. It's just it's just a great place to relax, and it's just so beautiful. And they have this great hotel there, and and uh, with a great patio and. Um, and so it's always been special for me and our family. Michelle, our daughter, who you know has passed, was there a lot with us, and uh, so it brought back you know a lot of memories. And and so we um, we were saying we were speaking, um, Linda and I, uh, about I wonder I wonder about heaven, mm. and um, because it, it was so beautiful, magnificent, the Biltmore, what you know what our experience is, and, and the comment was. I bet heaven is even greater than this. Um, and I wonder if there's any even association with, you know, memories that we have here. Are they reproduced in some way, you know, in heaven uh, where it, it's stimulated by our appreciation here, but it's so more magnificent, you know, there. And, it, and, it, right. and it's going to be, it's, uh, we do understand one thing. It's, it's not uh, a vapor where we're really nothing and it's mm-hmm. it's just you know translucent uh angel spiritual stuff and there's really no real life there you know it's there's no it's it's there's something about it that appears physical um mm-hmm. and real and we can identify with it i think based on on where we are so we were just making that comment um i wonder if and so um we went to dinner um, and next to us are these uh, cute uh, elderly ladies, um, and they were uh, visiting there as friends. They're both married, um, and they were talking about, you know, where do you live now? I live in the South, and, uh, you know, where are you from? Oh, we're from Colorado. And they said, oh, Colorado. They said, we used to live in Colorado. Um Oh, when, oh, really? When? You know, well, in the uh, '90s and, and you know, 2000s, um, where did you live? Uh, and they basically said at this town, you know, near Boulder, Colorado. Um, mm-hmm. 
And and so, you know, being prompted by the Holy Spirit, I just said, well, did you ever attend a church called Flatirons Community Church? Right. And she says, oh, that's that was our church. Oh, that's uh, so we we and they were both you know we hey we went to that church and uh, we love that church and I said well Linda and I we started that church no have, no you guys started this church you know tell us about that you know so we're you know we're expressing that and uh, talked about how it started and and uh, where it went to and they were overwhelmed by uh, that they didn't understand fully the genesis of it of it started really with just a few people and you you uh-huh. two, you two are the ones you know yeah and. Uh, so we did, and then um, she um, and I wish I would have gotten her name and number because Kathy, she would have been a perfect guest. Oh, um, because <laughs> she said, "Yeah," she said, um, uh, "You know, church uh, and God's word and walking with God is so critical these days." And and she says. Um, you know, we've learned, and the church that we went to, and if Flatirons helped us learn this, is that there's the Word of God, mm-hmm. and it's true. Yes. And then there's believers who talk about what they think is right, but it's not the Word of God. Right. And she says, so the Word of God is true. And people, believers, think about things that aren't true. But unless they go to the Word of God and learn truth, they're not going to live the truth. Right. And it's possible to believe a lot of wrong things yeah. about God. <laughs> and she says, we got to tell everybody to just uh, quit trying to figure it out and following man's view of it. Why don't you just follow God and the word of God? Um, and and she was so clear on it's this and this. And, you know, and it's like, oh, man, um, I, we couldn't say it any better. And I really was thinking <laughs> afterwards, man, I wish I would have got her as a, as a guest. So she because the way she could phrase it. And then she said this. Um, she said, isn't isn't being at the Biltmore Magnificent? Yep. She says, well, think about what it's going to be like mm-hmm. in heaven. It's going to be even more spectacular than this. Uh, and. It'll probably be something that, you know, that we might even remember and be attached to. And the same thing we just were talking about, she stated it. That's awesome. I love it. Is, you know, uh-huh. hey, look look at this. You know, look at how amazing this is. And, uh, and Linda and I both, you know, uh, afterwards were just like, that was God reinforcing that, um, yeah, yeah you're kind of you're receiving some stuff here. Um, and we recognized it just that whole thing as supernatural God, you know, putting us together and communicating certain things that it wasn't just luck. It wasn't just happenstance. It wasn't just, uh, isn't that uh, interesting? It's God said, do you see what I'm up to? I'm trying to tell you something and reinforce something and, and uh, tell you, you know, the beauty of that. And so like that was, that was really cool. And then uh, we came home. Um, and so we were in church um, and I was thinking about uh, Michelle, and I was thinking about actually something that you say a lot about relationship, mm-hmm. uh, and that what God really cares about is relationship, and mm-hmm. He loves relationship. Um, and I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about Michelle, and I was just I was just asking a simple question 
I wonder what that relationship is like mm-hmm. right now. Um, and then he said, well, let me help you understand something uh, deeper. And so he gave me this revelation. He said, um, you, know, you know, why did I create men and women in the first place for fellowship? Yeah. Um, I, I created it for me to have mm-hmm. fellowship with a, a, uh, a person, an individual, a creation that through free will chooses mm-hmm. to have relationship, which is love. And if I didn't give the choice, if I just forced it, interesting enough, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be love and it actually wouldn't be relation. It wouldn't be relationship. Relationship has to be chosen. Uh, and I had to set it up for free will and for choice. And I created men and women for fellowship. Um, and that's my heart. Uh, and that's what I want you know, into eternity. Uh, okay. And then he said, you know what happened? Well, they chose to follow Satan. They died. Uh, and he said, think about death is separation from the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as a believer, first of all, um, I invite the people that are born that way. Everybody's born with this sin nature that right. is, starts out separated from me. Uh, I, ca- I can't have relationship with them because of my holiness. And if they choose not to have relationship with me, they live eternally separated from me and, and hell. I can't change that because, mm-hmm. because of the nature of who I am and what the requirement is. But because of what I did with my uh, son who you know, went to the cross and then was resurrected, I solved the problem and now I offered relationship. And the relationship is, do you choose by believing of what I did for you? You know, yes, okay, now you have, and I put myself in you. Now, he said, now think about this. Why? I want relationship. I want to be with you, Uh, period. And now I'm going to be with you. So uh, all the time, and and the only requirement is that you uh, don't walk in the flesh, self, back to the self, which, by the way, explains even further Romans, that you you go back to death, which is separation. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a believer, you can be separated from God because you aren't following him. You're in the flesh. He says, so, uh, you know, I want my, my uh, children to both be in relationship with me, to, first of all, enjoy the relationship, for me to enjoy them because that's my desire. Right. And then I will deliver to them the covenant, the blessing, uh, all things will work together for good in a very troubled world. And I'll make things happen to demonstrate the supernatural. Uh, not all by itself, right? but out of the relationship because that's what I really care about. Um, uh, and then he says, okay, now think about when you then physically die. He mm-hmm. said, no, this is, this is amazing. He says, if you're a believer, you go to be with me. Right. And he said, at that time, the relationship then becomes completed. Mm, so um, beautiful. And we, we get to be with, uh, you get to be with me and I get to be with you now in a state where there's no separation because there's no more sin nature. Um, it's been it's been released, 
and and this is uh, really cool uh, the insight he said so uh, one he said that um, for Michelle which you went through you know what is your will he said actually for her it was coming to be with me was way 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 better for her but also for me uh, mm. that I get to be in relationship with her and I delighted in it and now she's complete and you can you can rest assured of that and then two is and this is this is this amazing insight he says <laughs> when a person dies physically mm-hmm. and they come and they're a believer and they come be with me it's the first time I get to have a complete relationship with them wow because up until then it's not complete why? Because you have a sin nature. Um, it's it's uh, it can be full, but it's not complete. He said so. That, so actually, when you die, that's the very first time that we get to have this complete relationship. And by the way, it'll last eternally. And he said so. Michelle is uh, is rejoicing. I'm rejoicing. Uh, that's why I called her home, and that's why you know again, Rich, be careful. Uh, healing is going to be part of supernatural and I will act in a physical life because there's more there's more things that I have for that person or there's something else that I that I want them to understand Um, otherwise he said you know um, uh, and this is always the interesting question is since uh, dying is a fantastic thing as soon as we become a believer then (laughs) then why did why didn't he just take us at that you know, right, right. <laughs> uh, well, he said there's life to be uh, lived, and um, and I want this physical life to count, and how you relate to me, and then two is that I need to demonstrate, so that others can understand, the life that's available to them, uh, but go into eternity. You know, so so here I'm sitting in church, you know, getting all that revelation, and God said, you know, do you understand that even that is supernatural stuff. Uh, is I'm giving something to you to understand, and that's me. And you didn't just dream this up by yourself. It was hearing what I had to say, you know, through this dialogue. And so, you know, what I did at the Biltmore with these ladies was supernatural. What I'm doing today is supernatural. And what we want to do is is keep expanding our thought about that. Uh, right. So that it's not... You know, we tend to think of supernatural of just massive healing or uh, resurrection or something that's so over the top that I guess that's it. And God said, no, it's actually a lot of everyday stuff uh, mm-hmm. that I'm going to be doing and, and uh, excited. And you were, you were talking, I think, about uh, Emily and Josh, that they're, uh, you know, looking at, at some housing. You don't have to go into all the detail, but, but they're experiencing a few supernatural things as they're just going, Absolutely. going, just going about them. To, you know, a step of faith, you yeah. know, they ask a question, he answers. And, and to your point, the fact that he answers us, that he speaks to us, that is supernatural. Yeah. So, so we do need to just recognize the dailiness of supernatural as we walk with Emmanuel with us. That is supernatural. Yeah. And so there's that, but they have, um, I, I don't want to give away all the story cause I want to have them come on and share all of it. Yep. But, um, process of, um, of they have uh, put a deposit down on some land. They're going to build a house, but they've been very much just walking step by step, asking God and then stepping in obedience. And some of the steps that he's called them to do have definitely been faith steps. 
and it has been comical to watch in response to the faith step. So the faith step definitely would come first. This, although the supernatural speaking came, that yeah. they would respond in faith, and then he would turn around and show off. And it is like step after step after step of hilarious things that only God could do, right. um, even down to changing, you know, changing a floor plan. <laughs> uh, that they had a desire of if you know this is the one that we can afford to do, and so we're going to go in and ask if they changes and they're praying about it and all of a sudden they get an email from the realtor, hey, we sent you the wrong rendition of this floor plan um, that you're you're choosing. I, we need to all be on the same page when we sit down to make the, you know, to look at changes. They send it over to them and probably like five of the changes they wanted to make were already in this new floor plan. Oh, neat. And just comical things, you you can't make this stuff up. Right. So that's why I said they need to do it. They need to share it all just to do it justice. But, right. um, but watching him move, um, and speak and even today just you know as, as we're sharing this one of the things I texted out I was uh, just spending time in my prayer closet this morning and God laid on my heart um, praying for myself my family and and some ladies that I mentor in particular and so I sent them this message but he just laid on my heart today to be praying for an awareness and he kept giving me the word awareness he's mm -hmm. like that they would be fully aware of what it is to be walking in my presence every step Emmanuel got with us today mm. and that's honestly what we're talking about when we're talking about life in the supernatural is recognizing and stepping into the fullness of that awareness that he is with us right 24 7 and walking and doing and speaking and moving um, constantly as we stay in step with him united with him in his kingdom we will be walking in the supernatural mm. yep and that's uh it's a beautiful thing when you uh, think of, because um, we tend to associate the supernatural just with a, a transaction or an event, but he says it's really the whole thing. Um, it's yeah, it's dialogue, it's me talking, it's me directing, it's me uh, doing, leading you to, and then bringing about these these things just like you know they experience with, well, gee, we really would like this, and you know how we, how's that gonna work? And then God says, well, how about this? <laughs> um, I mean, just comical, right? <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, and then what that does, see, is that thrills, thrills us to experience the supernatural because it's normal. See, it's natural, or, or not natural, but it's, it's part of the normal life. So uh, we talked, you know, last couple times about we've got questions. Uh, you know, are you uh, able to do this, and are you willing to do this, and... Um, you know, how does this work and is there a system to it? All these questions we've got. He's got questions back about, you know, do you uh, have a heart to believe? Uh, why don't you believe? Why do you doubt? Um, uh, where's your faith? Uh, why are you thinking a certain way? Why are you limiting a certain way? So lots of questions that he has of us that we ask everybody to at least evaluate where do you stand on those? Yeah, because God says, well, let me let me walk you into experiencing this. I'm going to answer your questions, and I'm going to give you the ability to answer my questions uh, so that you can experience this. So uh, we want to move into a uh, discussion. We'll just start it uh, today, and then we'll, we'll uh, pick it up uh, uh, next uh, Monday on this one. But, okay, what exactly is the supernatural? What is it really uh, that we can start to understand the dynamics of it. So if you would uh, go to, uh, we'll start with this story, which is a great story 
we'll kind of just set it up and then we'll pick it up uh, in detail next time. But Matthew 8, 5 to 9. Sure. Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go and he goes, and to another come and he comes, and to my servant do this and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Yeah. So um, as we set this up, uh, first of all, a centurion, remember, is a Roman uh, soldier leading a troops of 100 people. Right. Um, and because of the way they functioned, whenever Rome took over a country, which, mm -hmm. which they have taken over Israel, um, they would have soldiers everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and always led by a commander, centurion, um, and they was, he was responsible for those hundred men. But their their uh, duty was to observe. Mm -hmm. um, and first of all, just uh, one always suppress any insurrection, mm -hmm. so that if they saw something beginning, they would you know they would gather around and, and snuff it out, so that they knew. We, they never could let a country get strong enough to form an army against them again. And so they would be observing, you know, are you guys working on something, you know, to come, come against us per se? I mean, so that's, that's uh, what they would do. And then two is that they were observing now uh, just typical, you know, uh, legal things and, and uh, criminal things. So that, you know, if somebody uh, stole something, uh, if somebody hurt somebody, if somebody uh, offended somebody uh, in a harsh way, then they would they would go deal with it, um, mm -hmm. and could could even arrest them. Is that hey, I just I just saw you, or you've been reported as stealing this, so we're going to put you in jail. Um, if you remember Jesus when he was crucified, you know he had two thieves at the cross uh, that were uh, criminals, and they were actually being put to death. Uh, because of their crime, and that was a typical ultimate result, depending on the severity of it. And think about the the motivation of that. Mm -hmm. Is if if you go to your death because you did something like steal, then maybe you won't do it much. <laughs> uh, and, and so uh, that was that was what the centurions were doing, or what the our soldiers were doing. The centurion was in charge of it. Um, and he's in Capernaum, which is where Peter lived. And um, he goes to Jesus and says, my servant is tormented. Would you come and heal him? Okay, now as, as we set this up, simple question. This guy isn't religious. Right. He's not Jewish. He's not part of the whole understanding of Yahweh and uh, following God at all and, and um, uh, would probably not even have much of an understanding of Messiah, which a lot of Jews at this point started to think Jesus was the Messiah. Uh, okay, why would he go to Jesus and say, could you come and heal my servant? Because he's seen and heard what he's done. Yeah, so um, 
the supernatural is intended to draw people to Christ and look at, well, if that's true for that, mm-hmm. is that possible for me? Mm. Um, and I'd like to learn about this a little bit, you know. And so he he goes to Jesus because he's observed him. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, he can he can um, do the healing. Um, I don't know if he's going to, but at least I know who he is. <laughs> uh, he's a supernatural guy that can do that. So I'm going to go to him, uh, and we're going to learn about you know his observations about that and what he understood and why he understood it um, as we tend to describe the supernatural. So we'll pick this up story next time. Just think about a guy has has seen Jesus do it. I'd like to know more about it because I've got a situation that if it's really true, it would really help me. Mm. Um, And so uh, that's gonna be the setup and we'll go into the depth of this in our next uh, session uh, to pick pick this story up again. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for joining us, everyone. If this is um, causing questions to rise up for you, send them in at questions at afjministry.com. We'd love to talk about them and have a great, fantastic day. Yep. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.